because I was very humble, 26 years old, to go and start my career from scratch and going to work in a pub. So yes, I work in a pub. And after four months studying there, Philippa called me and said, darling, I have a great news for you. I managed to get an internship for you at Alexan McQueen. She's a well-known Brazilian influencer. Her name is Camila Coutinho. And when Camila got to know that I was starting my own business, she said, I want you to work with me. I want you to really be my, my manager. When we start growing and start actually realizing that the dream, the vision was actually manifesting through hard work, through persistence, through resilience, through faith, to you know, belief. When we had more than five campaigns and then 10 campaigns, I started realizing, all right, this is happening. My name is Mara Genovese. I'm the CEO and founder of MG Power. Very excited to be here on our first episode of our podcast, Influencer Market Uncover, to tell the story of MG Power, of how we started and how, after five years, we became a global leader in influencer marketing. At MG Power, what we truly believe and truly love is really to tell stories of our clients, of our brands, through the voice of influencer. We believe that stories and authenticity is what makes influencer marketing real and what makes the influencer market work and resonate with audience. Stories is our core of our business. So as we love stories, I would love to start telling my story because MG Power is based on the story of my journey and why I decided throughout my story and my journey, create a business where I could help brands working with influencers to create meaningful stories. So my story is uh, it's very unique uh, for me at least. So it's a story of loads of resilience, a story of loads of patience, a story with a lot of faith, and a story that has a vision, a vision that 15 years ago, when I moved to London from Brazil, I had for my life. But it took me 15 years to arrive to the point where I am today. So that's why for me, it's so important to tell the story of us, of Imaging Power, starting with my story. So I'm Brazilian. I was born in Brazil in a city called Ribeirão Preto. It's the countryside on the state of Sao Paulo. So I was born in 1980. I am a Gemini. I'm very into star sign. So it's very important to introduce to me saying, hi, I'm a Gemini. So I have one sister, lovely sister, and I have one brother. So I was raised in Brazil and had an, I had an amazing education where my parents did everything that they could to bring me into the person that I am today. So why I moved to London? I'm a dreamer and I always had a vision of living outside Brazil. I always dream of having an international career. So in 2005, oh my God, it's been almost 16 years. It's crazy to think of that. I decided to take into this adventure whereas to move from Brazil to London, a country that I could not speak 
English at all. I count with a completely different culture and I count with a completely different weather from Brazil. But I was 25 years old, I was very young and I had a really, really, really big vision for my life and for where I wanted to take in the next 10 years of moving to London. So I arrived in London on, I will never forget that, on the 26th of December, it was actually a boxing day here, and I didn't even know what it was boxing day was about. So I arrived at Paddington Station and it was empty and was cold and was snowing. And for me, it was very special that day, the day I moved to London, because I never ever saw snow in my whole life. And it was so incredible to arrive at Paddington Station and see the snow and that cold and that fear because I was with a lot of fears of like what I'm doing here, what I'm doing with my career. Back in Brazil, I was working at American Express for about five years. I had a really solid career there. But and in any way, I decided to leave everything behind to start a new journey. And there was me in 2005 moving to London on the 26th of December on a boxing day. So what was my dream when I moved to London? My dream was to work within the fashion industry because before I was working to the finance industry back in Brazil. And I always dream of working within the fashion industry. And one of my goals when I moved to London was really to, you know, to get into this industry and work with amazing design within the marketing PR department. So that was my big dream. So when I started, I didn't know who to contact with, where to go. So I decided to go for my first step was to go to an English class because of course, you know, to get an opportunity here in another country, I need to have at least a minimum of English. So first year, very difficult, loads of challenge, you know, and of course I need to, to you know, to work in order to, to survive and pay my bills and pay my English class. And I didn't have any parents that could support me at the time, sending me money here to London to make it happen. So I had to really be humble and, and that adjective of humble is really uh, related to MG Power because I always say to my team that being humble and being grateful is where it's going to take us to continue to grow because I was very humble with 26 years old uh, to go and start my career from scratch and going to work in a pub. So yes, I work in a pub and a lot of people say, oh, really, you work in a pub? I was like, yes, I work in a pub. I was serving pints, I was serving Thai food. And for one year, to be honest, when I look back, I had one of the most incredible experiences of my whole career and my whole life where I was able to meet wonderful people that really helped me to improve my English, that helped me to be where I am today. At the time, maybe I didn't really value that, uh, but today, uh, that pub experience, it's really one of the key uh, highlights of where I am today. So from my experience to the pub is when I started getting more confidence and less fear. And even though sometimes I really wanted to give up and go back to Brazil, because as I said, like how can someone give up all the career that I had in Brazil to come to a country that, you know, you don't know anyone and don't even know, you know, if you're going to make it. 
But I think as the time passed, it gives me more resilience and more belief that I could do and I should continue to try because if I had that vision of where I wanted to be in 10 years time, I should focus on that vision and make that vision to manifest it. And I truly believe that you only manifest what you want in life if you keep looking at the vision where you want it to be. So uh, after the pub, uh, I started looking, I was more confident with my English and I started looking for a job within the fashion industry. And of course my CV, which was all like in, in finance industry was not really relevant for the fashion industry. And for the fact that I was in Brazil, even though I was working for you know, a global brand like American Express, when I was going for interviews, people didn't really value my CV at all. And I was getting one no after another, one no after another. And you know, there was days that I would cry and I would say, I'm not gonna make it, how I'm gonna survive. I need to work, I have a dream. But again, I never ever, never stopped looking to my vision and to where I wanted to take. And that resilience is, was part of my day-to-day -day life. So I met a wonderful headhunter and I remember her name was Filipa. Filipa, if one day if you hear this podcast, this part is for you. So Filipa, I went to meet with her and she was a lovely English girl and she said, darling, your English is really bad and you don't really have experience at all in fashion. How are you going to make it? And she said, but I really, when I look at your eyes, I can see the passion that you have and I can see how much you wanted to make it. And I will give an advice. Why you don't do a master within fashion uh, for marketing and digital PR, uh, something that you already have experience because you have a degree in market, but trying to do some kind of, you know, a specifically course uh, within fashion industry that with that, in that sense, I would perhaps be able to help you with an internship because you would be a student. And then I went back home and I was just like, wow, but I'm 27 years old. Uh, I will have to become a student again and I will have to start internship again. And again, you look at back and it was like I had a solid career in Brazil where I had a really good salary, my own apartment, you know, had a good life. And, you know, at the time I was still working in the pub and for me, it was just like, wow, I'll have to give this step back again. Uh, but again, when I look at it at the time, that all this step back that I had to be taking within my career, within my life, was worthwhile to be where I am today with, with MG Power. So I got the advice and I wanted to start at St. Russell Martins. Uh, and I did a one-year course there with the marketing and digital uh, and PR for the fashion industry. And after four months studying there, Philippa called me and said, darling, I have a great news for you. I managed to get an internship for you at Alexander McQueen. Can you imagine receiving a phone call like saying, I got an internship for you to work at Alexander McQueen? I was pretty much about to, you know, pass out. So I think it was one of the best calls that I have uh, looking back at my career. And then I said to her, okay, great, but how much are you gonna pay me? And she said, oh, darling, it's an internship. So you're gonna get paid six pounds per hour. And I'm like, oh my God, six pounds per hour. So how am I gonna survive 
with uh, you know receiving that uh, <clears throat> hour rate. But again, every time I thought about giving up or thought about this is not for me, I won't be able to make it, I look at my vision. I look at where I wanted to be and I knew it. Again, to manifest, I will have to keep it going. I will have to be accepting jobs where we're gonna get very, very low salary because I knew that was the part of the process, the part of the journey that I had to take. So Accept went to Alexander McQueen and that was like an amazing experience. Although when I get there, I didn't know anything about fashion. So even I remember I was in the showroom uh, and we will have a PR appointment. And one of the managers said to me, can you please get a, a, um, a hanger and a waistcoat, which is like a dark waistcoat. And I was just like, my God, what it is a waistcoat. I didn't have any idea what it was a waistcoat. And I was like, oh my God. And that time I didn't have my phone and Google to Google what was waistcoat was. And I started bringing blouses and she was like, I said waistcoat. And I was like, oh my God, what is a waistcoat? And I went there and I get, you know, a jumper. I said waistcoat, this is not a jumper. So it's just so many funny stories that I have from my start within the fashion industry because I didn't know even the basic about the industry, which was like, you know, just bringing me waistcoats to show to a journalist. Uh, but again, I always been very humbled about me not knowing stuff uh, because I knew, again, that was the process. And, if, and I will have to accept that I will make mistakes and those mistakes will make me, you know, learn and will make me grow and will make me to go to the next step. So throughout that uh, process, oof, is where I get really emotional. Ooh la la, not allowed if I can be emotional here. So yeah, so I was at McQueen and um, I was having such a, a very kind of, you know, uh, wonderful challenge uh, where I was learning everything about fashion and I had an amazing opportunity to actually meet Alexander McQueen at the time that today when I look it back I was just like oh my god what a what a privilege uh, I had of actually meeting and working with uh, Alexander McQueen that after I believe eight years that I worked there he passed away so in that same year uh, I had the sad news out of the blue, my mom calling me from Brazil and said, oh, I don't really have a good news to tell you. But when she, when she told me that over the phone, of course, you would never imagine that was something actually very bad news. That was the death uh, of my father. So my father passed away absolutely out of the blue. So I spoke with him on a Friday. He was fine. He was super excited about my journey and about my resilience and about, you know, my dreams and my strengths. And then on a Sunday, out of the blue, he was started feeling unwell and he had a heart attack and he passed away just like that. So again, I was like putting into a challenge of like, okay, wow. So I'm here, uh, I'm 20, almost 27 years old at the time, and I'm trying to start a life uh, from scratch. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, to conquer a dream. Uh, but at the same time, my family is back to Brazil. I just lost my father. What I'm really doing the right thing with my life, 
because I started considering like if I was in Brazil and I was not in London for the past three years, I probably would have had more time to spend with my father. So lots of, you know, questions and doubts and guilty uh, starting coming on my head. And I definitely considered to go back to Brazil after I lost my father. But again, there was something really uh, inside me that was telling me, no, continue. So continue our journey. If what do we want it is to be in London, is to make it happen and create something that will have your values and you know that will have your story embedded into it, you should continue. And again, looking at my vision, looking into manifest that and be strong. So I carry on if it, even after, you know, this incredible, like, which I cannot even put into words what it is uh, when you lose someone that you loved so much. And uh, it's, it's something that you'd never wish to anyone and you never think that's going to happen uh, to you. So after that, I was so blessed to have so many opportunities within the Gucci group, which was the group of Alexander McQueen. So after staying there for six months, they sent me to Yves Saint Laurent uh, to have another opportunity of internship. And there I met another angel called Angela. She's Brazilian and she was working for Saint Laurent for over 10 years. I love to tell you guys about, you know, how I met these key people throughout my journey, throughout my process, because I'm a truly believe that no one will come across your life without a reason or without a purpose. And, uh, and my business today is really related to uh, what happened to me in the past and how so many people has inspired and helped me to be where I am today. So Angela was one of those angels and she, she taught me so much and I've learned so much with her. And then after Saint-Laurent, I went to Serge Rossi, which was as well part of the group where I had my first permanent job. Always very like uh, tight, terms of titles, assistant and coordinator. So really starting uh, from the beginning. So uh, from Serge Rossi had another amazing opportunity and another brand where I meet, I met this lovely, wonderful, my mentor today, Sarah Bartlett, where she took a lot of chances on me. She taught me a lot and uh, I went to work with her at Bumford and then later on in my career, I went to work with her at Value Retail. Sarah is one of those that never let me give up and that helped me really, really, really to, 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 to build uh, and uh, my strengths and make myself to believe on me more and more. Um, so this was actually my journey in terms of like how, how I started moving to Brazil and getting into the fashion industry. So when I decided uh, to go solo, like why I decided after, let's say, 11 years of working, and I know what I'm saying is a journey of 11 years uh, working within the fashion industry, I had an amazing job, uh, amazing career, amazing titles, was getting a salary of my dreams, but I was too feel, feeling inside me that it was not 
uh, actually the purpose of my life being working uh, within big corporation. At one point, I think everyone uh, started questioning, what's your purpose, right? So what you really wanted to, to do for the rest of, of your life? And this is where, where MG Power uh, come to bigger, massive play on, on my story. So I decided that I wanted to have my own business. And at the beginning, my dream was to be a very boutique agency with myself and two people, Maximum, where I will be helping brands to navigate it into the world of digital, into the world of influencer marketing. So that was the um, first objective. Uh, I just had my son, Antonio, and I was looking for like a balance of life, you know, like where I would be able to still work, do what I love, but still have time to, to be a mom and, and look after my son. So uh, when I started, uh, is this where everything has changed? So I have a great friend of mine, uh, so like uh, beyond grateful to her. She's a well-known global influencer, Brazilian influencer based in Brazil. Her name is Camila Coutinho. So we met uh, into an influencer trip that I did when I was working for Vale Retail. And when Camila got to know that I was starting my own business, she said, um, I want you to work with me. I want you to be my, 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 my manager. I want you to really be my, my manager and help me to... Uh, get my career outside Brazil because I wanted to work internationally. And I said to Camila, Camila, uh, you know, like uh, I never managed any, any, any people, any person. So my, my, my experience is really to work with friends and creating, you know, PR, marketing, digital strategy. So I don't even know how to manage a person, an influencer. And um, Camila, um, she, she's a visionary, so she, she knows what she wants and, uh, and she, very, she was very persuasive. And uh, I said to her, okay, let's give a try. And I started managing Camila. This is when everything has changed for me and for, for MG Power. Uh, because managing Camila, uh, I managed to, to, to get her to work with international brands like Jimmy Choo, Dior, Revolve, uh, Chopard. And as I was getting access to those brands to pitch for Camila's partnership, I really started to understand more and more about what is influencer marketing? What does the brand wants from the influencer and what the influencer wants for the brand and what's the bridge that linked both to make both successful when they work together. So I really kind of starting to get a massive understanding into, into the world of influencer marketing, how powerful uh, was to have influencers using their voices to promote brands and to empower brands and you know, getting the consumers to feel um, inspired by what the content they were sharing. After two years and a half uh, of working with Camila uh, and having that much you know, in-depth uh, knowledge about the industry, uh, 
at the time forgot to mention that the business called MG Fashion, not MG Empower. So after three years and a half working with Camila, I decided that I want to change completely the business model of my agency, that I really wanted to be an agency that we work with brands rather than talent managing influencer. Because at that point, I really wanted to, you know, to go and work with brands and get them to, to, to support them and work as an extension of their team and building meaningful stories and meaningful campaigns that we could use influencers to tell that stories. But at the time, not many brands knew how to do it. They were still navigating to the world of the influencer market. They didn't know like what's the ROI, the return of investment that I'm getting if I partner with an influencer, how an influencer can promote my brand. So I, I felt the need of being that person that could support the brands uh, into navigating to this new world of doing marketing. So uh, then I decided to change the name because MG Fashion was very limited to me because I was just gonna be able to work with fashion industry and fashion brands. And that was not my goal because I really wanted to, you know, to uh, work with services that was not just related to fashion. So I had to change and think about changing the name. And that was very, very incredible turning point for, for us as a business, because what will be the name? If, I'm, if I remove fashion, will be MG what? So it, it, it took a while for us to get to MG Empower. Loads of brainstorms, loads of, you know, working with uh, freelancers and, you know, partners to support us to find this second name. And none of the names uh, that we are getting, you know, uh, through our brainstorm was making me happy. And one day, out of the blue, I went to bed and in the middle of the night, I woke up with this empowered word in my head. So if you believe or not, but uh, this is how it, it happened. So woke up in the middle of the night and this voice on my ears saying, empower, empower, empower. And the next day in the morning, I woke up and I was just like, that's it, MG Empower. And why Empower? Because our business, our agents is here to empower, to empower our clients, to empower our employees, to empower influencers. And this is our uh, very kind of one of our, you know, key um, USP, let's say, that empower is the, the drive of everything we do. We empower everyone that come across to, to our business. And this is how MG Empower uh, uh, became uh, this leading global influencer marketing agency where we empower people, we empower story, we empower you know, uh, creativity. And uh, changing the name has changed everything uh, for us since we changed MG Power to MG Fashion to MG Power. Uh, at the beginning, it was very risk uh, of you know trying again to creating something that uh, was not what we were doing, which was talent management. Again, it was another risk uh, for us as a business to changing business model, but. I always knew that, you know, the vision was there and slowly, slowly I was getting to, you know, to create the business that I wanted to create it. And uh, we rebrand our whole website, we rebrand everything. And then we had our first client. 
And our first client was a jewelry brand and as a makeup brand where they trust us and trust the team and myself to develop an influencer marketing strategy for them. It was a very, uh, you know, special moment for us because when you get your first and, you know, your first two campaigns, you realize that you're actually going to the right direction and, uh, to be able to work with international brands, uh, because at the time, those two first campaigns that we had was the campaigns that were not just uh, UK-based uh, related campaigns. So it, it involved uh, several markets. And that was like, wow, it's actually happening. Uh, and we're making this. And at the time, we were just three employees. Um, Myself, Bia, and Paula, and bless Paula, bless Bia. So Paula is with me uh, until uh, until today, and, and Bia is a, is a great part of uh, of our story. And together, the three of us, and of course, after we had a few more employees, but uh, together we 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 worked really hard and with passion because passion is something that is the, the key for everything that we do, uh, and. We work from a coffee shop because at the time we didn't have an office. Our coffee shop was uh, Costa Cafe uh, in North Greenwich. So that was our office. So I would be there every morning, open my laptop and order like five coffees throughout the day to be able for the, for the manager of the, that cafe to let me to be working there every day. Uh, but our story starts in a coffee shop and I'm very proud of that. Uh, slowly uh, but always with that confidence that we're going to the right direction we start growing and we start growing very organically uh, word of mouth which I think played a key uh, factor for us so one client recommended to another client and of course uh, so grateful to Camila because having worked with her she opened me uh, lots of you know window in terms of visibility because as she is a global influencer and she used to mention me a lot on her content and on her story. So I get to be very well known from the manager of, of being a manager of Camila. So uh, with no doubt, she opened me a lot of doors uh, and I'm very grateful to her to that. When we as, like, start growing uh, and start actually realizing that the dream, the vision was actually manifesting through hard work, through persistence, through resilience, through faith, to, you know, to, to, to belief. Uh, and when we had uh, more than five campaigns and then 10 campaigns, I start realizing, all right, this is happening, but what next and why I'm doing this? So what's the purpose of my business? One I knew that was empower people, empower influencers, empower brands on working collaboratively to create meaningful stories, but I was missing something. There was something that was still not there in terms of, you know, uh, the direction or the, the meaning of this business is when I look it back at my journey and I went back to Brazil and then back to when I arrived in London and I looked very in-depth into my story and I was just um, 
look into a purpose. And, and then I became to realize that the purpose of Imaging Power goes really above, above and beyond of empowering people and brands and influencers. It's the purpose of Imaging Power is to give it back. Give it back to my employees, give it back to people that I work with as a third part, give it back to influencers, give back to brands. When I say give it back, is give it back in a very uh, genuine way that I wanted to give it back all the opportunity that has been given to me. So when I look at my employees today and I see them working so hard and making that vision of make imaging power to become more and more powerful, it's why I wake up in the morning every day because this is a business that has that purpose of giving back. I wanted to give back opportunities. I wanted to see people growing with me. I wanted to give opportunity for people that are not necessarily based in London so that our team is so diverse because diversity is very key for this business. I wanted to have you know, employees from Italy, from Greece, from Bulgaria, from you know, United States, from Africa, because that diversity means so much to this business because we are drive by diversity, we are drive by empathy, we are drive by passion. And that's the purpose of Imaging Power uh, is really for myself, is to, to, to give it back. Uh, all the opportunities that I had until now and having a team that I can look at then and say, I'm giving opportunities as much as has been given to achieve what I have achieved into my career. So Imaging Power is a business founded by passion, by hard work, and you know, by, uh, by, by purpose. And uh, everything we do here to our clients is it's because we are passionate about working with our clients. We are passionate of delivering campaigns that has a beautiful story, a powerful story to tell. And that's resonated with the audience because more than, you know, never uh, consumers, audience, Gen Zers and millennials, they're much more savvy and what they consume on social. And uh, we praise of being an agency that creates campaigns that has meaningful and has purpose. Uh, so for me, it's very important to tell the story of my story uh, because Imaging Power, it's my story, but now it's the story of people that's working here as well. So when I say Imaging Power is because uh, we are empowering the stories of the whole business, the whole employees, the whole clients, the whole brands. And uh, it's, it's a business that is it's a, the foundation, it's its story. And that story, it's my story. But why, what we're building next will be the story of my team, the story of the clients that are taking the chance of us working with them, the story of all the people that we partner with, like Jake, that's here to record in this podcast. So our story is the story of everyone that's gonna come across of Imaging Power. And we're here to create an impact, but a good impact. We wanted to, you know, to be, continue to be this global agency that, you know, uh, do everything with, you know, with very high standard, uh, very in-depth research in everything we do. 
and we wanted to continue to, to tell stories. I'm so proud uh, of my story and I'm so proud what I have built it to now. And I'm so proud and so grateful for everyone that helped me to achieve and to arrive to this point that I am today with Imaging Power. And most of all, thank you my team because I really believe that teamwork makes the magic. So I create the business, but it's the team behind me that is helping us to, you know, to grow organically uh, further and achieve our dreams, achieving our success. So this is the story of Imaging Power. This is my story. This is how we started. And then next episode, we will be more focused on really telling you more stories, but stories of, you know, influencers, stories of professional uh, within the industry of influencer marketing, where we'll be uncover stories behind the scenes of the influencer marketing. Hope you have enjoyed, hope you liked my story, hope my story and the story of MD Power can inspire you that are listening today. And please continue to be in tune with us, much more to come. Thank you so much for listening.